Welcome back to the College Knowledge Podcast, because college students know everything. And today, I have a very special guest. Introduce yourself, special guest. Hi, I'm Carl Meisner. I guess I go to school with Alex from uh, the glorious state of Minnesota, and uh, I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, we're from Ripon College, in case anyone still doesn't know where that is or hated episode one so much, they turned it off before I said where that was. That's in uh, central Wisconsin. And we're here to talk to you about roommates. Everything you want to know about roommates. Particularly your first roommate in college since we are freshmen and we really haven't had any other roommates. Yeah, your first roommate in college is, is usually a... It can be scary, but it can also be a, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. It's usually a character. Um, if it's anything like our school, we had a roommate match service where you fill out a short document where you tell them everything you hope and dream to see from a roommate... They take that document, they shred it several times, burn it in a fire, and then uh, hand you whatever they feel like. <laughs> but actually, they'll ask you questions on that, on that document like, uh, are you okay if your roommate drinks? Are you okay if your roommate smokes? Are there any other qualities you, you would like to see in your roommate? Um, and, and be serious about what you put on here, because you do have to live with this person you get paired with for at least half a year. So don't put things like, must love bacon. That's a poor choice. Yeah, because most people aren't going to say whether they love bacon, unfortunately. Um, Another thing to look out for is uh, it's going to ask you what your studying habits are, whether you want the room to stay clean, and uh, whether you feel uncomfortable with visitors and overnight guests and stuff like that. Yeah, unfortunately, if you go to a small school like Carl and I do, you don't really get the first pick as to a good roommate. You don't get any pick. It's pretty much random. It is random, but even when you fill out that form, it doesn't really seem like at small schools they have much to give you. So, for instance, I ended up with a roommate who really doesn't talk much and uh, is kind of opposite in personality to me. Kind of works out, though. He uh, he goes home pretty much every weekend, and uh, I just sort of... We both live our own lives. But if you're looking for a connection with somebody, it's more than just uh, you live in the same room as them you might want to throw that down on the uh, sheet because there are definitely people who get to college, find out they have to live with someone, and sort of withdraw into their own little shell. And then there's Carl's experiences. Would you like to elaborate? You can get some pretty interesting characters as a roommate. You know, some people are, are great, and other people are, are difficult to live with. For instance, I, my first roommate ever was, was an odd character. Um, I ended up moving out for various reasons, but uh, the sort of the straw that broke the camel's back was uh, one night I came home from uh, dinner, and as a joke, my roommate had left a animal pelt on the floor, and underneath this animal pelt was a pentagram made out of chicken bones. So that was uh, less fun. That that's that's like the worst that can happen. Your roommate will probably not be that bad. Different. Yeah, definitely. Um, and some people have some great stories about meeting their best friend on their first day as meeting their roommate. 
But um, do you have one of those? One no, of those great no. Unfortunately, I don't. You met Carl. no good people on your first day of college. Oh, I did meet good people. In fact, I met my girlfriend on the first day of college. See how I set you up for that? You did. You did. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um, you do meet some very interesting people on the first day. But if one of those interesting people isn't your roommate, just keep in mind that. Most colleges will let you switch roommates if you absolutely need to. And the most, um, more important than that is that you don't have to be best friends with your roommates. You just have to live in the same space. And it's actually, yeah, it's actually important to note here that um, some people don't really room well with very good friends. In fact, a lot of people will go into college thinking that they're going to room with their really good friend and it's going to all work out great. But the fact is, being friends with someone and living with them is a very different concept. You might you might find out that your best friend secretly likes to pick their nose and flick it across the room. And by the end of the school year, you might not enjoy having just a mural of boogers that, all across your wall. That is actually a very valid concern. But uh, realistically, there's a lot of things to worry about. For one thing, you've got all your stuff in one room and... Even if you are okay with your roommate using things with or without your permission, you always have to worry that maybe they might take something and not tell you about it, or they might have friends over who are going to, you know, cause damage to your stuff. So there's a lot of factors that go into picking a good roommate, and uh, unfortunately, as a first year, you don't really get to pick a roommate. I agree. (laughs) Carl agrees wholeheartedly. Luckily, when you move on to the upper grades, sophomore, junior, and senior year, you usually can pick a roommate. Um, Carl actually picked a different route, though. Some schools will offer you the option of getting a a single room for one reason or another. Um, Next year, I will be a resident assistant, which means that as as a perk, I get a single room. They're really nice, and if that's what you need to have, you know, a good college experience, you should work to get one of those uh, when you can. Yeah, and you don't just have to be an RA to get a single. Uh, at least at most colleges, you don't. Um, but you will pay a small premium price. At our school, it's two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars per semester, um, which you know, compared to current tuition, is kind of pocket change. Uh, but For some people, they prefer living with somebody else, and that's why hopefully you find a friend you want to have as a roommate during uh, your next years in college. So, moving on, I think Carl has some great roommate advice for us to share with everybody because he had some interesting experiences, and I think he's learned a lot. I mean, I've already shared some some great stories and some some good advice, but I guess uh, I wouldn't... I wouldn't, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, turn a phrase, don't shit where you eat, pretty much. You have to live with this person, so, so don't treat them poorly. Don't, don't go behind their backs and, and spread rumors and, and gossip and stuff, because that's bad, and it'll end up coming back to bite you quite hard if you do that. So, you know, be cordial, be friendly. Certainly, Absolutely. I'd say definitely good communication with your roommate is key. Uh, If you're not talking to your roommate, uh, sometimes it'll seem like they're mad at you and you won't really know why. So finding out why they're mad at you can really help solve most problems. It's okay to ask your roommate, hey, would you mind taking out the trash? Or hey, I vacuumed last week, would you mind vacuuming, you know, sometime this week? 
Hey, you haven't showered for two months. Maybe it's time to think about doing that. Or, hey, I'm not sure if that thing under your bed is living or dead. Could you uh, let me know? Um, <laughs> there, there's so many different types of people you can meet out there. There are hardcore partiers. There's the people who never leave the room. There's the people in between who still just won't talk to you. Um, but when you choose your roommate, you probably should pick someone closer to your personality. You'll tend to get along better and be better friends that way. It's hard to verbally convey nodding. Carl is currently nodding. So, Carl found a new roommate that uh, he is actually getting along rather well, am I right? Indeed, you know, I I, uh, I moved out at, at the semester and I, I moved in with a uh, international student who transferred in halfway through the school year. And to be honest, it's it's a lot of fun, you know. It's, it's really cool to be able to see the different viewpoints that, that he comes to school with, like, not from this continent even, you know. Um, it's, it's cool to hear stories about what he's done and, and, and even if, yeah, we are... We are different people, you know, he parties a lot harder than I do. We still get along, we can still room together pretty well. Relatively well. There's really no roommate situations that don't have problems, and uh, one of the stigmas about your first roommate is you pretty much never get along with your first roommate, mostly because you come to college and it's the first person you have to interact with. and you didn't get a choice to live with this person. It's kind of like how you didn't get to choose your family. You didn't get to choose your first roommate, unless your college is cool like that, and you can just bring a friend along with you. Presumably a friend who's who's going to school in the same place as you, but, you know. Yeah, presumably. But when you go to a college that's in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin, usually you don't drag a whole lot of friends along with you. I think Carl would tend to agree with that. It's hard to convince all your friends from Minnesota to pick up and drive six and a half hours to hang out with you at school. Yeah, and unfortunately, even when you're an hour and a half away, down from the Milwaukee area, you still really can't get them to come along with you. But that's okay, because that's why you get to meet new people. So, Carl, how do you feel about sharing different parts of your room with your roommate? So if you brought a fridge or a TV or... Your personal belongings. Uh, I mean, the, sort of like the, the, the general necessities just for, for uh, a room, your fridge, your TV, all those good things. It's usually a good idea to connect with whoever your roommate's going to be and figure out, you know, should, should you bring two? Are you really going to be, you know, that, that needy that you need to have your own fridge, the television, who's going to bring the microwave? Yeah. It's good to split the, the bigger stuff with your roommate, and you should usually be okay about about sharing your fridge and your TV and your microwave, that sort of thing. Yeah, keeping in mind those who have not been to college and are listening to this podcast, uh, dorm rooms are typically very small, um, usually smaller than a room that you'd be used to at home, especially once you put two beds into it. It uh, gets a little cramped. So two TVs, two microwaves, two uh, mini fridges... All that together isn't going to leave much room for all of the rest of your living space. You could you could compare the size of your room to uh, that cupboard under the stairs in the popular book about wizards. The, the Harry Potter one. I don't know about Harry I've, I've heard the kids are reading it these days. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> besides more than a decade old references, um, 
Holy shit, is it that old? Yeah, it's that old. It's oh, old. man. Actually, the first Harry Potter book, for those of you who are obviously here for Harry Potter knowledge, came out in the 1990s. What? I'm so old. Originally manuscripted by J.K. Rowling. She actually wrote it on, um, if I'm not mistaken, she wrote it on long-form like parchment or paper and uh, because she couldn't afford to print it. I'm fairly certain you made that up. I'm fairly certain I might have. I'm pretty sure she wrote it in a coffee shop on a typewriter. I don't think she actually used a typewriter. I'm pretty sure she wrote it out in uh, longhand. But um, if I'm wrong, you can email into the podcast. Just send it to uh, alexmcneil at wi.rr.com. Hit us up, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, J.K. Rowling. Please uh, write in. Let us know uh, how ridiculously stupid that fact was. J.K. Rowling, if you're listening, I think it's a little late for you to go to college. You're already a success story. Pretty sure she went to college. It's, well, it's too late for her to go back. Oh. Yeah. You should clarify that. I don't even know if she went to college, because from my understanding, she's more of a rags-to-riches story. Don't make me pull up this page. Looks like he's going to Google it. Yep. Not only Google it, he's going to Wikipedia this. <laughs> Quick, let me edit the Wikipedia page on my phone. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. Oh. Turns out her uh, nickname's Joe. J.K. Rowling is 14 quadrillion eons old. Commit changes. J.K. Rowling has a master's degree in everything. Commit changes. Ah, here we go. British novelist, best known for the Harry Potter's fantasy series. Um, (laughs) Hey, look. Rowling has led a rags-to-riches life story in which she progressed from living on state benefits to multimillionaire status within five years. What a story. She has a Bachelor of Arts. She does have a Bachelor of Arts. Okay, so she... Don't I feel stupid? Yep. Oh, boy. Two daughters, one son. Let's see. I still want to check to see if she really wrote that. Here we go. In 1995, Rowling finished her manuscript for Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone on an old manual typewriter. The crowd goes wild! Welcome to my life. (laughs) Um... So anyway, since we're on the topic of Harry Potter for this episode, um, <laughs> if you do get Harry Potter for a roommate, um, congratulations, because... He's I've, a fictional character. <laughs> I've heard he's got lots and lots of money. I don't think it'll work in the real world, since I don't think we accept galleons. At least not in Wisconsin. But uh, if your state accepts galleons, again, you should write into the podcast. And tell us all about the crazy fantasy land you live in. <laughs> so, welcome to episode 3 of College Knowledge Podcast. Here we're going to talk about J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter. <laughs> um, but seriously, Harry Potter, great series. Pick it up at your local bookstore. Um, Alright, well, if you enjoyed this episode where we spent about 60% of the time on roommates and the other 40% on Harry Potter, please uh, leave a comment on our YouTube or... Um, if you're listening to this as a podcast on iTunes, leave an iTunes review. Um, again, the email for our podcast, for my podcast, you're just a guest here, is alexmcneil at wi.rr.com. Um, Alex is spelled A-L-E-X. McNeil is spelled M-C-N-E-I-L. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the ramblings and musings of two college students because... 
as we all know, college students know everything. 